you've heard that bad things happen in threes. And that can sometimes be true. Although sometimes it can feel like bad things happen in four, five, six, and groups of seven. And if you've ever struggled with feeling overwhelmed when things seem to be falling down all around you and not knowing how to keep your head above water, then this is the episode for you. This is All the Damn Things, the podcast committed to helping women achieve your dreams, even after going through deeply challenging experiences. My name is Bevan Farrand, the founder of the Take the Damn Chance movement and the creator of the Do the Damn Thing method. Yes, I say damn a lot, but it does mean something. It stands for decide and declare, attend your own party, moments, not minutes, and now is the time. I created this framework to support women in going after your big, bold dreams, even after navigating things like fertility issues, losing somebody that you love, health issues, divorce, all of those things that make us stop in our tracks and go, damn, that was hard. It's changed my life, and I know that it can make a huge impact on yours. If you listened to last week's episode about always doing your best and no more, and it gave you some comfort, and thank you to those of you who reached out and said that it did, this episode is a little bit of an extension on that. I didn't think it would be a two-parter, right? When you talk about always doing your best and no more, you don't think that's going to be part one in a series. But as soon as I recorded that episode, so much craziness started to happen around me. I went to the park with my kids. I fell while coming down some stairs, thought I broke my ankle, had my first ride in an ambulance, didn't break my ankle, but did have a high-grade sprain. So I was on crutches and a knee scooter, which I have three kids, six and under. So that's not exactly easy to navigate when you've got that. Thank goodness for my sisters and my mom who live nearby. My sister came and stayed with me for the week. I had two car batteries that died. I walked outside to a flat tire on my car one day. I tested positive for strep, which if you can, I feel like my voice sounds crazy different. You may not. I lost someone very dear to me who passed away last week. It just felt like it kept coming one thing after another. People would ask me how I was doing. I'm like, I just feel like a sucker punch every time I turn around. So when these things happen, what do we do? Because yeah, it's great to say always do your best and no more. But sometimes our best feels like blinking. And there are other things that have to get done, right? The kids have to be fed. We have to eat. Um, There's just things that do actually have to happen in our lives in order for things to move forward. Now, first of all, I want to say again, Thank goodness I have family nearby and I have amazing sisters, an amazing mom. So they were able to step in. If you are not aware in this podcast, I'm a solo parent. My husband passed away six days after my 40th birthday. So I do not have a partner to rely on, which I know many of you listening also do not have a partner who can just jump in and pick up the slack. So I am so fortunate that one sister stayed with me the first weekend when I was on crutches and the other sister stayed with me this most recent weekend because I had strep and we were trying to keep the kids from catching it. So there is part of it where we say, we're going to have to ask for help, right? We're going to have to both ask for and receive help, which is really hard for me. I don't know about for you, but I am not used to saying, okay, yes, you go do the dishes and you go make breakfast for my kids. I want to participate. 
So we're going to have to do that. We're going to have to ask for and receive help. And I've done episodes on asking for and getting the support that you need. So you can go back and listen to how we need to detach the type of support and the support from the specific person because it's really powerful in a situation like this. But what I want to talk about today is something that one of my former mentors shared with me called conditions of satisfaction. Conditions of satisfaction are when we say, okay, this is the bare minimum that has to get done for me to consider this satisfied. Now, sometimes this is really great in big projects when you don't know when to say, okay, this is done. Then we say, okay, my conditions for satisfaction are we've written this many pages. We have shot this many videos. I have raised this much money. That is our condition for satisfaction to put our stamp of approval on this and move on. You can also give yourself conditions of satisfaction for what you need to get done in a day. If you are working towards a big project, you can say, I will consider this satisfied if I write 10 pages today. I will consider this satisfied if I reach out to this many people. So it's really nice for those of us who are high achievers and want to do really amazing things, but we also don't want to work 100 hours in a week to set these conditions of satisfaction. I've seen it for myself as I'm starting to build my speaking career and I could say, I need to reach out to as many people as possible. Well, that doesn't give me any criteria. So if I set my condition of satisfaction to say, I need to reach out to 20 events, then I know that that is what I am shooting for. So in this scenario, though, we just set our conditions of satisfaction on the things that have to happen. So we're thinking about our kids. Do our kids need to go to an amusement park this weekend? Do they have to be taken to three different events? Do they have to get ice cream at the ice cream park? Probably not. Do they even have to get out of their jammas? Maybe not. Maybe our condition of satisfaction for a weekend when we're feeling down, when we're feeling sick, is that everybody gets fed. That could be it. That could be the condition of satisfaction, right? Everybody gets fed. We do maybe one bath in the weekend instead of one every day. What are our minimum conditions of satisfaction to put a stamp of approval on the weekend? When it comes to work, when we're feeling down, I canceled a lot of meetings last week. That is not like me. But I knew I wasn't feeling great. When I walked out on Thursday and I had already had two dead car batteries, my nanny was off because she had had a death in the family. I had just gotten off crutches because they had told me I could be weight bearing. I'm still in a boot. And I walk out, I'm driving my son to preschool and I hear that thunk, thunk, and I literally put my head in my hands and said, you've got to be kidding me. And I see that I have a flat tire. And at that point, I just sent a message to my meeting that afternoon. I said, I'm waiting for a tow truck. I can't, I can't (laughs) have our meeting. And then I got more bad news that day. I found out that somebody I love dearly had passed away. And then the next morning, I tested positive for strep. And I sent a message to everybody that I am not meeting anyone today. I canceled everything for Friday. I had to set my conditions of satisfaction. And honestly, even this podcast was not part of the conditions of satisfaction. I had said, we may not release an episode this week. I just got this brainstorm. I got this strike of inspiration as I was laying there today saying, you know what? Actually, this is really important for us to talk about because when things hit the fan, life does not stop turning. The world does not stop turning. And so how do we pick and choose the things where we are going to focus our attention? When you get bad news, 
what are you going to do to keep things moving? This is not to say to ignore what is happening. This is not to say push grief to the side, push anger, push sadness, frustration, overwhelm. This is not to say push those things to the side. It is to say, how are you going to continue to operate in the world while also navigating this complete upheaval of your world? When Mark passed away, I had very low conditions of satisfaction. And I also, again, asked for a lot of help. I had a lot of people swoop in to help. And I know that that is not always the case for everyone. So I had this help and I had to just set my own minimum conditions of satisfaction. So what are the things that have to get done? And more often than not, you can take a step even further back than you think. Like I said, your kids don't have to get dressed on the weekend. They can stay in their jammas. Do their diapers need to be changed? Absolutely. But do they? Do their clothes need to be changed? Maybe not. So what are the conditions of satisfaction? What has to get done? And does it have to get done by you? Or can you recruit some help? This is also where it is incredibly useful to know what your damn manifesto, what your yes is. Because when you are deciding what are those conditions of satisfaction, you want to try to move your yes, move your damn manifesto forward before anything else that just feels like a shiny object. So if you have an hour of mental capacity in the day, try to focus on your damn manifesto. That might mean You have to say no to a volunteer activity to set up some card tables at an event on Friday. I know if you're like me and like so many women, it feels so hard to say no. And it feels so hard to think we're disappointing other people. But the truth of the matter is they will be fine. And right now you are not fine. You need to take care of yourself. You need to circle your own wagons around yourself. So it is okay to say no to other things. When I look at this week, it's the start of a new week as I record this. When I look at it and I say, okay, still struggling with the after effects of strep throat. I am still in a walking boot. I am navigating family situations. I'm navigating losing somebody. I'm navigating what that means for schedules, what that means for changes. There's a lot going on. What are my minimum conditions of satisfaction? And for me right now, I know that I need to meet with my coaching clients. I'm excited that I'm recording a podcast episode. It may be a day late. We'll see. I need to send out pitches because my focus this year is speaking on as many stages as possible. That just might be it. Honestly, that might be it. There might be no work done on my book. There might be no work done on articles that I'm interested in. There may be no other work done. I might just say, satisfied, stamp of approval. Maybe not a gold star, maybe a green one. I don't know. But what are your minimum conditions of satisfaction? So wherever you are in your journey, whatever has made you stop in your tracks up to this point and say, damn, Whether that is losing somebody that you love, going through your own health journey, going through fertility treatments, I've been through so many of those things. And wherever you are in that journey, if you are in the middle of it, the beginning, 
if you are, there's really no end to it. I know that. But if you are further along and you feel like, okay, yeah, I've got this. And you have a, you hit a rough patch. You can use these conditions of satisfaction. And while I don't think that any of us need permission to go after our big dreams, I don't think we need other people's permission. Sometimes we do need a reminder that we have permission. So you have permission to set conditions of satisfaction. It is not lowering your standards to give yourself a break. It is not lowering your standards to say, this is what I am capable of today. This is my condition of satisfaction. So wherever you are in your journey, or just if you're hitting a rough patch, know that you can use this. Set yourself some conditions of satisfaction that move things forward towards that and help you keep your sanity. As I mentioned earlier, my focus this year is to speak on as many stages as possible. I was talking to a friend the other day and they said, you know, you need to say that on your podcast because you don't know who is listening. They might be event planners. They might be ready to go to an event. They might have a friend who's planning an event. If that is you, if you are looking for somebody to come speak on a stage, talking about taking the damn chance on yourself, turning life's unexpected turns into your big, bold, wonderful life, then click the link in the show notes or send me a message because I would love to come speak live on a stage in front of you and the people that you care most about or virtually. I would love to do that. I would love to share this message with as many people as possible. And it would be an honor to have you help me share that. I hope that you are having a wonderful week. I hope it is better than my last week. And I cannot wait to see you here next week. Thanks for joining me today. Let me know if this made you stop and go, damn. If so, leave a comment on the episode, rate and review the show, or reach out on social media. Find me on Instagram at Bevan Farron or visit my website and let me know what you want to hear next on all the damn things.